Welcome to the Midland Seventh-day Adventist Church. We hope our broadcast will bless you. Morning, church family. Our scripture reading this morning is Ezekiel 33, 7. Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the people of Israel. So hear the word I speak and give them warning from me. Good morning, church. How do I feel? I feel like a little child here, <laughs> crumbling, but I'm, I feel within the beloved people of God. And that's what makes me to have the courage to do this. This is the first time I preach in English, so you will forgive me all the mistakes I will make. <laughs> um, if you would bow your head with me and let's have a prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to open the Bible and study some lessons that you have for the people who have reached the latter days. Please send your Holy Spirit to be with us and guide us through this study. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. That's what you see in there is Maui. Beautiful place, right? But after the fire, you can see the difference, how it looks like. That's happening in just a few days. This fire started in August 8th. So that means that in a matter of a few days, the beautiful city is gone. The belongings gone, family members gone, and a lot of people without hope. But, as we see in the bulletin, there is something that they need to know. What is it? We are in the time of emergencies, so are we ready? That's what we need to meditate today. And I have a little quote from the Spirit of Prophecy. In Concert for the Church, page 335, Sister White says, While men are sleeping, Satan is actively arranging matters so that the Lord's people, us, may not have mercy or justice. The Sunday movement is now making its way in darkness. And I think... Sister, why it was seen our days? Because you see those two people there, those actors are becoming very, very important in the world. You know who is him, right? Klaus Schaub is the founder of the forum, the World Economic Forum. She is her daughter, uh, his daughter, Nicole Schwab. And why I brought them here today? Because they saying things that looks nice, good, Christian, but under there is a lot of dangers. What are they saying? I want you. I don't know if the sound for my computer is on. Aaron, my the sound is on for my computer, please. Because I want you to see. 
a closed door meeting that they have about the urgency of a global green transition. So let's see if we can hear what they're saying. Maybe not. That was a behind doors meeting. This crisis has shown us that, first of all, things can shift very rapidly when we put our minds to it and when we feel the immediate emergency to our livelihoods. And second, that um, clearly the system, I mean, you mentioned it earlier, that we had before is not sustainable. So I see it as a tremendous opportunity to really to have this great reset and to use this huge flows you know, of money to use the increased levers that policymakers have today in a way that was not possible before to create a change that is not incremental but that we can look back and we can say this is the moment where we really started to position, you know, nature at the core of the economy. So we hear that in their own words, right? Here is a little summary, so if you can hear very well. The World Economic Forum attendee group discussed how the false threat of an immediate emergency can be used to further advance the World Economic Forum's Great Reset. In her words, she said, this, the COVID crisis, has shown us that first of all, things can change very quickly. When we put our minds to it and when we feel the immediate emergency for our livelihoods, says Nicole. So I see a great opportunity to really have this great reset and use these huge flows of money to use the greatest le uh, levers that policymakers have today. Do they have a lot of power, policymakers? Sure. In a way that wasn't possible before to create change that doesn't be incremental. So it's not going to be something like slowly staging up and up. It's something that is going to be suddenly. So many of us probably could be catch out of the base. I think we can look back and say that this is the moment where we really started to put nature at the center of the economy. Can you believe that? Some years ago, I have no idea what was going on. But you know what? God knows everything. So, God prepared us ahead. This is Sister White, Council for the Church, page 335, paragraph 2. The leaders are concealing the true issue, and many who unite in the movement do not themselves see whither the undercurrent is standing. Its professions are mild and apparently Christian, but when it shall speak, it will reveal the spirit of the dragon. Look like she is living with us now, right? Going back to the scripture, Ezekiel chapter 33, we're going to start in verse 1 now. And I have two ways to do it, because King James Version is a little bit hard for me. I can use my voice uh, recorded here, not my voice, the voice of the uh, Holy Bible up or I can read it what do you prefer 
Would you prefer me to read it? Yeah. Well, maybe we can have some fun. Yeah, that's good. Let's go. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of, my, of thy people. Who are those? We. And say unto them, When I bring the sword upon a land, if the people of the land take a man of their coast and set him for their watchman, if when he saith the sword come upon the land, he blow the trumpet and warn the people. Verse 4 to 6. Then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet and taketh no warning, if the sword come, and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet, and took no warning, his blood shall be upon him. But he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. But if the watchman see the sword come, and blow not the trumpet, and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hands. I feel in that position now. So thou, O son of man, I have said thee as a watchman, so it's talking to me, he has set me as a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word at my mouth, and warn them from me. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. If you do, dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Serious. I take this seriously, really. Nevertheless, if thou man, thou warned the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. Look at that. Last day events, page 129. Satan Satan puts his interpretation upon events, and they think, as he would have them, that the calamities which fill the land are a result of Sunday breaking, thinking to appear the wrath of God these influential men make laws enforcing Sunday observance. Have you heard that before? I think so. Because our church is the only one that preached that. Satan has a lot of interpreters over there interpreting, interpreting the prophecies such a wrong way that I can't believe it. But, says the Lord Jesus in Luke chapter 21 verse 12, But therefore all these... They shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. John fifteen twenty. Remember, 
The word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, what happened to our, to us? They will persecute you. If they have kept me saying, keep my saying, they will keep yours too, also. On the cross, Christ defeated Satan. Anybody say amen? Sure, that's what makes me happy and feel hope and uh, feel safe in the middle of this storm that we see. You see, a lot of things happening, wildfires that doesn't look normal, because this one in uh, Maui, Hawaii, some of the people say it looks like many fires were starting at the same time in different places. And what happened? Why the emergency crews didn't work fast enough and efficiently so they can be safe and the fire could be contained quickly? Well, because Satan is behind that. Jesus defeated him. Referring to the crucifixion, Christ says, Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. And that happens. That's why he's doing all this mess to create the condition to send his agents as the saviors. Look at that. Revelation 12, 9. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world, he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. That's something that people don't know. If people don't know that, who is supposed to tell them? We the people, the people of God. So, Second Thessalonians chapter 2 the apostle says, says, let no man deceive you by any means. So we don't have any excuse to be deceived. He said, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he's, he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. We know that. We've been preaching that for more than 150 years. Now is the time to do it with all our heart, with all our head. The mission of us, which is very explicit in the Bible and in the spirit of prophecy, is the message of the three angels to be shared. And I'm going to give you now a very brief summary of that message. The message of the three angels of Revelations that's the uh, Bible quote over there. 
revealed the proclamation of the remnant that will produce the complete and final restoration and gospel trust. These three messages constitute God's answers before Christ's return. Amen. So that's what we need to do. We don't have to be struggling in this world. We need to be encouraged to say, Hey, this means Jesus is coming soon. What's the message of the first angels? He proclaims the everlasting gospel and demands the restoration of the true worship of God as creator. That's what he says. Because God created the heaven, the earth, and everything in there. So, we need to preach that. We need to adore the creator, but with the true adoration the true worship because the hour of his judgment has come what's the message of the second angel babylon has fallen the great city has fallen the second angel's message establishes the universal nature of the babylonian apostasy and its coercive power saying that it has made all nations drink the wine of the fury of their fornication. The wine of Babylon represents what? His heretic, heretical teachings. So we need to straight that sin out. People believe so many strange things that doesn't have any sense. Doesn't make any sense. We know the truth. So what are we doing? Are we complaining like all the people all the time complaining that the life is high, the cost of the life is high, that the inflation, that the lack of freedom, etc., etc.? We don't have to complain about that. We just need to do what God tells us so we can bring Jesus sooner. We cannot delay Jesus coming, but we can accelerate it. Sure. What the Sir Angel message is about? He proclaims the most solemn and terrible warning in the Bible. That's what we need to share with people. They need to know. It reveals that those who submit to human authority in the final crisis of the earth worship the beast and his image rather than God. They don't know that. They need to know that. The third message directs the world's attention to the consequence, consequence of refusing to accept the everlasting gospel and the divine message of the restoration of true worship. So, first of all, we need to accept that message and then we can share it with them. If I'm not living according to this message, they want to mock me. Don't you think so? Yes, because I'm going to be like a clown in the middle of the street, preaching something that everybody knows that I'm not living. So that's why many people in our church doesn't even try to do it, because they know they're not living the life God wants us to live. We will have to choose whom we will worship. 
our choice of justification by faith will be revealed in our participation in a form of worship that God has approved, or our choice of righteousness by works will be revealed in our participation in a form of worship that God has forbidden, but which the beast and his image command to obey a cult of human origin. What, what is the cult now? They trying to make us to obey. Is the Green New Deal. So everything is going on to make us think that is because of the climate change is making that happening. So we need a savior. But they not proposing the real savior. Remember the quote on, from Ellen White we read before? They doing things that appears to be something, but under is something different. What they want is power and money. So the cult is we need to sacrifice even the humanity in order to save the nature. Can you believe that? That's against God's will. God wants to save us, not lost us. Ezekiel 33, a couple of verses farther than we read before, the Lord says in the verse 11, He says, Say unto them, As I live, as I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die, O house of Israel? Why they need to die? God doesn't like that. How many people have died since COVID-19 started? Do you know? According to some data I have, close to a billion people has died. Not just from COVID, of course. Combining wildfires, earthquakes, droughts, diseases. Now we have diseases that were controlled before. Can you believe that? Here in the United States, like leprosy or chickenpox. Why is that? If we are so technology improved and have so great scientists and experts, why are we losing so many people? Oh, we need to be aware of that, to be alert. That's why Jesus said, not only to pray during these days, be alert. Don't get caught without knowledge because why the people die? Hosea says, because lack of knowledge. And we are not supposed to be like that. We are supposed to be supposed to be the head, not the tail. We're supposed to be ahead of everybody. So, don't get discouraged. Jesus is coming soon. 
because this 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 doesn't come and surprise us. We know everything. Jesus has told us everything is happening, and this is not going to be. This is not going to get better. Who is going to fix the, all this problem? Who? Only Jesus. When he come back, not now, because he doesn't want us to be in this situation forever. He wants to withdraw us from this earth and taken from this uh, chaos that Satan is, is making. So, if we continue, we will see that revelations tell us that what Jesus says before his crucifixion was accomplished. Here it is. And the great dragon was cast out. Remember that Jesus said? Now, that serpent is going to cast out because I'm going to die for my people. So, he was cast out and the angels with him. The verse 10 says, And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Hey, you know what? If we want to hear that loud voice in heaven, what we need to do now? Loud our voices and tell the people, Jesus is coming soon. Whatever is happening now is just for a little bit. Because our Savior is not caught by surprise. He has everything in his mind. But look at the, the loud voice in the heaven. Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before God day and night. Do you feel that that is happening soon? I do. The next verse says, And they overcame him. So we, not just Jesus, Jesus already did it, but he said that we will overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. He made it for us. And by the word of their testimony, the word of God. And they loved not their life unto the death. So it's important, that last part. Where is your heart? Is with your belongings, your richness? I know anybody here is rich. But some things can catch our attention more than Jesus, right? Or we don't care about our life. We just care about Jesus coming soon. That's what happened in the first century of our church. The apostles, they all gave their lives For what? Because Jesus was coming soon. And they didn't want anything else. Just meet, meet Jesus again. That's what we need to do. The verse 12 says, Therefore rejoice, ye, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, Because he knew that he has but a short time. Oh, that makes me jump. Because Jesus is coming soon. And I need to tell that my people. I try to share that with anybody. My 
co-workers, my neighbors, my uh, friends that visit our church in Indianapolis. Every time I get the opportunity, I share that. Because the sooner, the better, right? Rejoice, my friends. Luke 21, 28 says, and, they, and when these things begin to come past, then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption doth night. Man, the words of Jesus Christ are spoken to us living down here in the close of this earth history. That's sisters, uh, white saying, citing the uh, Jesus words in Luke 21. Now, the nations are in unrest. Times of perplexity are upon us. The waves of the sea are roaring. Men's hearts are failing them for fear and for expectation of those things that are coming upon the earth. But those who believe on the Son of God, who believe in the Son of God, man, amen. So I'm not alone here. But those who believe on the Son of God will hear this voice amid the storm saying, It is I, be not afraid. Amen. Thank you, Lord, because you are with us. And he is closer to us every time I share this. Remember Matthew chapter 28, the last verses, 19 to 22. He said, And behold, I be with you until the end of the world. Why? Because we are preaching, teaching, healing people preaching the gospel on all nations around the world. See, continue saying, this is manuscript 44, written in 1900. That was a long time ago. We see the world lying in weakness and apostasy. Rebellion to the commandments of God seems almost universal. Amid the tumult of excitement with confusion in every place. There is a work to be done in the world. There is a work to be done? Sure. You don't have to buy a sound system and put it in the middle of the plaza or the park or whatever people meet. You don't need to do that. You just need to leave your gospel and share with anybody. You can. That's what she's saying here. Look, I love this quote. This is in the Seventh-day Adventist Bible Commentary from Ellen White. More were converted by one sermon on the day of Pentecost than were converted during all the years of Christ's ministry. Beautiful. So mightily will God work when Men give themselves to the control of the Spirit. I believe that. So, this morning, my desire and prayer is that every single one here could be with open arms, wide open arms, saying, Here is my Lord, 
We were waiting for him and we'll be safe now. So that's my prayer today. And I hope you can feel not discouraged. Please put all your effort now. Help our schools. I'm glad that Brenda is, is working hard with that school. We need to support that because our children are under attack. Did you see a few days ago during the May, the month of Pride, I think it's June Pride, there was a mob chanting, we're coming from, for your children's, we're coming from your children's. I saw that and I said, oh my goodness, Lord, we need you to come soon. Because our children, what kind of world they're going to live when they grow up? Can you believe that? We can do whatever we can and we should to make this world better for our children. It's our responsibility. But we're not going to get very much. And I, want, I don't want to discourage you. But we need to pray for our schools. Support our school. Get all the children for our community to get in that school with our children too. Because that's one of the branches of our gospel. Teaching. Why they have so much success in getting the Jewish people today behind them with that kind of agenda. With that you can see it from far that it's not giving us good things. It's not coming from God. It's coming from Satan. Destruction. Destruction of the family. Hate each other. Hate the country. Hate everything except you. But that is completely insane. Anything that you saw, you're going to rip. Is not true? Really? Jesus said that. We cannot be deceived because he said everything we need to know. What we need to do now is tell them. People have to know. And we will see this coming true. More will be converted in one sermon on the, on the day of the Pentecost than were converted during the old years of Christ's ministry. That's amazing. We can get that. One soul at a time. You don't need to become a big evangelistic person, no. One person at a time. Do it. He's going to do the same and replicate, replicate. Soon it's going to be Jesus here. And that is not just my word. That's a law in science mathematics. What happens when you exponentially multiply? It's incredible. Hmm? Two becomes four. Four becomes eight. Eight becomes sixteen. And so on. Uh, can you believe that? If we get involved in this, not just be simple spectators. I want this to come back. I want these young children 
to be in heaven already. No suffering, all these crazy things that I'm seeing. So I hope you can uh, accept this message that Jesus sent us today first to me. I don't think I'm doing enough, but I want to. And I know he's going to do it through me. Because he doesn't call the people prepared and skilled. He calls anybody who wants to. And then he will prepare you to do whatever you dream in your mind. Dream big. Don't dream with little things. Don't do like the kitchen that the chicken that goes all the time looking for little grains on the ground. Look up. Jesus is your goal. That's where you want to be. And that's what I want my grandchildren to be. May God bless us today. You have been listening to the broadcast from the Midland Seventh-day Adventist Church at 2420 East Ashman in Midland, Michigan. If you are in the area, we cordially invite you to visit our church Saturday mornings. If you are a distance away, we encourage you to continue visiting our website and weekly podcast at midlandsda.org.